This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts one indictment at a time. Foxy Babe's staff keeps the boys in line, and of course the color man, Big Dev, and his old Roman mind. So fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high, because this is your shot of history. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm your co-host, Drake. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev, and we have a guest again this week. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the guest again this week. (laughs) I'm Dan. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be talking a little bit more about music with our our new buddy, Dan, here. Yeah. So what would you what would you like to talk about this episode? I think I'm going to focus on the idea of unity through music, but like the concept of like how music plays such an impact on people. Um, so maybe a little bit of the history behind it. And then again, like with the whole context and things like that. All right. So awesome. Good. Sounds good. Well, regale us. That's yes. my new thing to say. I really like uh, that yeah. word. Regale us. Regale us. <laughs> <laughs> regale. Mm-hmm. I could totally do the entire show in an accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so music, music is like, to me, one of the ultimate unifiers because it crosses over almost every single um, belief system. So if you believe in religion, if you don't believe in religion, if you believe in left, right, conservative, republic, doesn't matter. It, it, it's something that just everybody feels because it targets the core human emotion. Um, you can use music to feel good, feel bad, feel whatever you want to feel. There's always something out there that will affect you in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always talk about music and the concept of how... Um, one of the things I love talking with my friends about is like the history of religion because I love studying different religions and I compare the two all the time as like musical genres. So like one style of music brings forth another style of music, another style of music, and they all matter to this day because they're malleable. Um, I love quoting Resna Aslan on this one. Um, he's a professor of the university of California Riverside. And he talks about how if you believe you're a kind-hearted, wonderful person, you can find everything in scripture to justify your actions. If you are if you are a terrible human being, you'll find everything in scripture to justify that. <laughs> so if you break down like musical lyrics, even to that, you can easily look at that and be like, wow, I really like that song. I like that song. I don't care for that song. And it, it, music genres kind of bring forth the same stereotypes you hear about all belief systems. And... I love quoting him because he says one of the sad things is in a crowded room, the loudest one is the one that gets heard. Mm -hmm. So the most important thing is to not look at that individual and say that they are now a representative of the whole. So, for example, like I have a lot of buddies of mine who are like big death metal fans and they like the (laughs) music. But people who are not a fan of that will listen and be like, don't they? kill people <laughs> and it's like no. oh, well a couple of bands and there was one in Sweden yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, killed, they killed some people <laughs> just one band in Sweden uh, well, well, there, was, <laughs> there was the one big one where it was like that was in the news but oh, yeah, over yeah. here and that was like a f- 
several years back. Yeah, right, right. I yeah. listen to a lot of heavy metal, so that's why I know this. <laughs> metal is awesome, man. But yeah, like if you listen to that, like my buddies who are really big in that, they're like the coolest people to we'll hang around with. But you would never like think that if you just listen to that music. Same right. with country. You hear country and everyone I talk to is like, I hate country because it's about my dog died and stuff. And it's like, there's some My dog died. My, my girlfriend left me. My truck is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I got no gas. <laughs> so, and I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing. I mean, like, there's songs out there with lyrics that if you break it down, like in my communications class, we broke down blurred lines um, by that one dude. Um, oh, the, Robin um, Thicke. Robin Thicke, yeah. He got and, sued, and they successfully, he successfully got sued for <laughs> the being too much like the uh, Marvin Gaye song. Yeah, Marvin Gaye. Yeah, and have we heard anything from him since? Because I feel like I haven't, other than when his father passed away. God rest his soul. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything from... Uh, yeah, I think he pretty much was like, oh, well, maybe I should stop this music <laughs> thing. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, and, we bro- and it was amazing because when we broke down the lyrics and read it instead of sung it, you're sitting there like... What am I reading? It's, it was a... I, I found it to be an offensive song. I, personally, I didn't like it, but... Most of my yeah. class was really offended when we broke it down, but people jammed to that, and they're like, this is so awesome! But, yeah, because they don't realize that they're... That song is about basically... It, it, what I essentially will say is, uh, like, molestation or rape. Mm, wow. Borderline. It's, yeah. it's, it's close enough. It's inappropriate. But you have to admit, the minute that beat comes on, people just go to town with it. It's a fat beat. <laughs> yeah. yep. And it's, it's music. That's that, why it works so well for Marvin Gaye. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to throw this out there really quick. This is why Trump is president. <laughs> and same thing with all different... And what's really cool about music is it shows, like, the context of people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I live way out in the suburbs, and one of my best friends is from Detroit. So one of the things that I noticed that's very different is, like, out where I live, 80s rock music is everything. Like, when I go photograph weddings, you do the whole, like, yeah. sweet Caroline, and everyone goes, like, <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Exactly. <laughs> so regardless of your beliefs, that song brings people. But funny enough, down in Detroit, one of the songs he was bringing up to me was uh, called Nuck If You Buck. And uh-huh. I'm like, I've never heard of that song. And I'm Wait. like, whoa. Wait, what? That is a legit Nuck song. Nuck If You Buck. <laughs> Nuck If You I was hanging out with um, two friends of mine. Look uh, it up and listen to it. I, yeah. Do yourself a favor and, and listen to it. <laughs> it's so catchy. My buddy Joe and Sterling and Nirvana, they're awesome people. And they were telling me all about it. And I'm like, I never heard of this. But then again, that kind of music wouldn't necessarily fly as much where I live but you flip it and then you play the music we listen to up there and they're like okay I can I can enjoy this I love the 80s (laughs) I will always love 80s music it's fun (laughs) I'm I'm reading through the lyrics of Nuck If You Buck and I've hey hey, why don't you recount us with Uh, the lyrics no 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 that's 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 quite all right. (laughs) I'll drop a beat in the background with my not not Beatboxing beats. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing them bows up at these hoes. That's right. I always do that. Yeah. It's so normal. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I'm reading because the, the rest is uh, too offensive even for me. Yeah. But it's one of those songs, man. Same even with line dancing songs. There are some songs out there that just everybody knows and they just yeah. get on the dance floor and go. But 
it, it proves my point that it's kind of like that's why music is kind of like representative of the human spirit as a whole. Because it goes so far back to where it's like before we even came to an existence, music just was everything to us. And that's what I always try to promote with my music. Mm-hmm. And again, I always like talk about where the culture came from, how is it influenced and blah, 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 blah. But it, it's just something that just like means something. And especially nowadays where everything is so divided, it brings people together. Um, up where I live, we have a, uh, we call it Song and Spirit Night, but it's a drum circle too. Uh, very family friendly. We have like families and kids coming out and things like that. You're not playing Nuck if you buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But we've had, we've dropped some hip hop before in there. Just not Nuck if you buck, especially with like the little ears. And they're like, what is this? Um, There's some really, really good hip hop with great lyrics. Like most Def is like my favorite yeah. of all time. He's such such a lyrical genius. But anyway, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Missy Elliott He's, is great. I love She yep, actually love yep. dropped it and reversed it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and people are blown away now that they like actually look at the lyrics. They're like, should I literally just reverse that lyric? <laughs> <laughs> but the drum circle there was uh, started by John Suggs Jr. And he, he passed away actually a couple weeks ago last year. So it's been one year oh. anniversary. Um, he passed away from cancer. It was very Aww. heavy on the community because he affected like 500 people or something like that. Like it was bigger than we thought. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the beautiful things that he taught to us about was the concept of listening harder than you play. So in a drum circle, he says there's the master drummer who leads the drum and then everyone follows. But the master drummer can change from person to person. So if you're playing a song that I like, I will change my beat to match yours. And then the whole song changes. It can get louder or softer. We've had songs go from five minutes to like two hours straight of just drumming. And um, or any music, people bring guitars and flutes and things like that. But that resonated so much with me where it's all about listening harder than you play. And nowadays, it's especially about listen to the other side, trying to understand the other side, have a discussion and then follow up with positive actions. Mm -hmm. So one of the songs I have is a song dedicated to him called uh, Triumph of John. And in that song, I have every instrument that I own, minus maybe like two. And I dedicated everything I could from my electronic music, my uh, world instruments. I have clips from past drum circles mixed in there. And um, I just, I see that as kind of like a metaphor to life. Like there are drums that fade in and fade out, kind of like life. People come in and come go. Some mm. people stay for a long time and then they just fade out over time. And other people are just there from the start to the finish. So it, music is just, it, it's so powerful because of that. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. That is that is uh that's intense that uh, you guys use uh, the drum circle to uh, honor him in that in that way. Yeah, he's um he is but he is Baha'i, and in the Baha'i faith, they believe in what's called progressive revelation. So they believe that every religion came for that time and that place, but they all come from the same source, mm-hmm. and they're open to all plea all people, even if you don't believe in anything. So they always talk about that, like how do we unify as humanity, um, equality of men and women. Um, equality of all genders, all people, all everything. Just it, it's 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 very inclusive, and um, yeah. One of the things that they they push in the Baha'i faith is you have to branch out in the community. It's one of the traditions, so you have to do something. So for him, it was music. So we would get together. We would have like fifty people in this tiny in this beautiful little home, and we're all just sitting around drumming, and just no one's judged, nobody is like stepped on, and everyone is included. Cool. It's, it's awesome. And that's all we want in life is to be included. Yeah. Inclusive, man. Man. Some and people just want to be left alone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, I want that too, though. Especially if we're playing sports. Yeah. You can just uh, not include me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to see you play like 
basketball or maybe some football. I, I actually have a basketball hoop at the. Uh, at oh the house. man, oh. I'm telling you, when when you stop being busy and actually start hanging out with me again, uh, mm. I'm coming over and we're gonna we're gonna shoot some hoops. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Uh, I used to play with my dad. Awesome. He wanted me to be a basketball player because I'm five foot ten, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Nah, I'm good. Uh, oh man, <laughs> we had good. a basketball hoop too, and we played that for a while, and then we're like, You know what? I'm gonna go outside and play. No, I'm gonna stay inside. No, yeah. I'm gonna go outside. And play. <laughs> Once I found video games, I was like, I don't need to go outside and do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, everything's great. Do you know they have sports based video games? I know. You, I, what? I am so good at Madden. Like I am so like I'm way better at Madden. And football, like on a you know in a game, yeah. than I could ever be in real life. So I'm about. I am that life. so much better at Tiger Woods golf than I am at real golf. There you go. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a weirdo when it comes to like video games. Like I played Grand Theft Auto before, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know how to play this, so I'm going to play like a good citizen. I'm gonna oh, <laughs> and then I I would run over someone by accident, and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the thing that I, I always like go bad when I play those games because I'm good in real life. I'm like, I have to get my like nasty side out somewhere. So I killed a lot of prostitutes. Mm -hmm. A awesome. lot of prostitutes. <laughs> uh, just hooking up with all the prostitutes. It was, it just, like, I stacked a wall of them. It was like, it was just crazy. It was crazy. We're going um, to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be made out of dead prostitutes, apparently, in a video and game. And the pimps are going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna pay for it. Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, dear, that's righteous. So, um, I was just doing a little uh, Googling because, you know, that's what we, I like to Google things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun. Um, <laughs> and they were talking about the origin of music and how it's really kind of hard to nail down because it's not, we didn't, up until, you know, we had recording equipment, there's mm -hmm. no recorded history of like the first, you know, musical instrument or the first, mm -hmm. um, you know, musical sound. Mm -hmm. But they are saying that like uh, between somewhere like at least 60,000 to 30,000 years ago um, was when we had like the cultural explosion where people started making tools and they, they found like cave paintings and they found um, like jewelry and pots and all these different things. So they're saying that that's likely when it happened, mm -hmm. um, when people you know, maybe got a little bit musically creative. Um, and there's also, oh wait, oh, there's one other thing that I just saw that was pretty interesting. Um, oh, there's like, they have eras of music that they talk about. Um, mm -hmm. Prehistoric music is, or primitive music is basically what they assume like all pre-literate cultures did, but there's no proof of it existing. Um, but they, it's like a thing that people talk about, right, even right. though there's no there's no proof that it exists. Yeah, like but prehistoric country music, like prehistoric <laughs> country music. They're like <laughs> saber tooth tiger ate my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my club. Right. Boy, mammoth ran away. <laughs> my I would listen in. to that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so there's like different eras of music. Um, and depending on what you believe, they even have like a biblical period if you believe in the Bible, yeah. which some people do and some people don't. And that's fine. Believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's cool. But um, and then it starts it, it goes into, um, you know, like medieval music and mm -hmm. like, starting with the 1600s. We have a lot more knowledge from from that period, oh, yeah. I think, um, just with artifacts and things that they've found 
But um, yeah, there's there's a uh, there's a lot. If you ever had to write a book on the history of music, like it would just be like this big. It would just be it'd be huge. <laughs> it'd be massive. Huge. It'd be huge. huge. And some cultures around the world they relied so much on music to pass down their stories. Like for example, the history of hula hula is um. It, it was passed down completely oral because Native Hawaiians don't have a particular written language as of more recently, obviously they do, but way back they didn't. It was all oral. So different hand gestures and movements and foot positions all meant something. And that's how they kept their culture alive. And they would pass it on, pass it on, pass it on. And that's the whole reason why a lot of Native or uh, Hawaiian culture still exists is because of hula. So it's, it's like playing telephone. I hope that it, it, yeah, it ended I, yeah, up the yeah. way it started because that'd be really sad if it didn't like maybe their music was like totally different. But then by the yeah. time it got to the last group of people, they just they heard what they wanted yeah. to hear. Yeah. And it just said, we're going to filter this. <laughs> filter that. Why are we singing about bomb ass pussy? Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, we have yeah. fun on this show. Yeah, <laughs> so it's so awesome. But yeah, it's just it, it's so much about like musical history and context of where it came from. Like a friend of mine literally was just talking to me about like the idea of Buddhism. Like you hear all the time, it's like life is suffering, life is this. But in that time, was, it was Buddha married? <laughs> 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 makes total sense to me. <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, but uh, suffering in that time would be more like dissatisfaction. So. They weren't Again. getting no satisfaction. Again, mm-hmm. was Buddha married? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, and there are some cultures that have um, more distinct music um, than others. Like, I mean, like, I guess maybe it's more tied to um, like religion. And um, in specific cultures, there's very. Um, there's very large ties between religion and the music that comes from that, from that part of the world. And I, I kind of feel like we don't really have that here in America because like we're one of the, we're kind of a melting pot of like everything. So, and we kind of were formed a lot later than most right. other yeah. countries. So we're right. kind of, we're kind of like in this, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We we just kind of exist without like kind any real like we don't have like well a there's not a there's not a huge tradition of teaching Native American music in schools either right so, yeah. I mean, well, we're teaching Native American anything except well, for that you yeah. know we had that thing yeah. called Thanksgiving that was yeah. supposed to be a nice hey thing remember that the we Trail did. of Tears that yeah. was us yeah right yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. they don't want to talk about that but you know <laughs> we're not, not going to get onto that yeah <laughs> we're just going to stay away I mean uh, even when we did our, a show about Andrew Jackson we did have to mention that he. He spearheaded some really shitty things. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was also a badass, but yeah. context. Man. We, we context. can't, we cannot, we can't forgive him, but we're going to say he's badass anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of feel like, um, you know, like if you listen to like Indian music, mm-hmm. um, it's very, it's very tied into their culture, but like American music is so, it's just a mix of everything else from other countries. We're not, we don't have a distinctive sound. I don't feel like, well, I mean, pop music doesn't count. No. And that's, that's not distinctive to us anyway, because if you guys, have you guys ever heard like K pop or J pop, it sounds K-pop, a lot like our pop music. Yeah. They're marketed specifically yeah. to the West. Yeah. So. It's, I can't understand yeah, a word they're came, saying. Which but, came you know. first, American pop music or K-pop music? Because I'm going to guess American-style pop music the came first. Like the very cookie-cutter sampling 
type music. That would be actually something interesting to look up. I yeah. have a friend who's yeah. really, really into um, K-pop right now. Like, he's always playing me really terrible songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't get on board with it. Like, some of it's fun. You know, it's yeah. just, like, fun and bubblegum. And, mm-hmm. like, if you just want to, like, jam to something that you can't understand, you're just listening, like, all about the music, then it's fine. But I have a, I want to know what they're saying. And I, I don't understand Korean. So I'm like, this is really <laughs> difficult. And he's like, oh, don't worry. The lyrics are all, like, really lame. It's just really fun music. So. Yeah. We well, they just, do. They do mix in some uh, English words. It's English popular. Yeah. yeah, they they do. It's like really they. And it always makes me wonder. It's like when they switch over to the English. Does the people in the audience not understand what they're saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's popular to use English words, even right. though they're not big fans right. of, um, you know. Americans, <laughs> so uh, but it's a popular thing because I, you know, I've well, learned all this that's stuff. That's more South Korean, not North Korean, though. Yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. Th- they're fans. They're definitely fans of the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess maybe I'm spe- I'm speaking more to J-pop. Yeah. Um, because they do that in in Japanese right, pop right, music right. as well, and they're not super huge on Americans. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. Well, I mean, yeah, I can't blame them, but you know, <laughs> we shut down their culture of just walking around and in the nude. So, yeah, <laughs> baby metal, <laughs> yeah, baby, baby metal. I can't, you know, I'm trying to get on board with with baby metal. I really, I just can't because <laughs> it's great. They're like these adorable little Japanese, and and they have like these beautiful voices, but it's like. I feel like it's too gimmicky, and I, I don't like a gimmick. Like, I just want good music, and I feel like it, they were put together to be a gimmick. They work really hard, and they have good voices, but I just I can't. I can't. Have you listened to any boy band from like the 90s? <laughs> um, no, not really. I jokingly sing Backstreet Boys songs sometimes. Jokingly? Yeah, because I know them because they were played at work a lot. So There is they... nothing funny about... Shut your mouth. I'm going to do a quick little check here, and you guys keep talking, but I'm going to check and see yeah. which yeah, came meantime, first. I brought one of the instruments here if you want to get that video recording of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Let me, um, yeah. Uh, which one? Did the... We got a... Vi- did we... Did we no uh, you didn't get a video of either, but... I did uh, yeah, so it's it's your choice. Okay. I'm gonna do this one. This is a Hulu yeah. C? Yep. Yep. The Hulu C. So this instrument right here comes from the Dai people. They are one of 56 ethnic groups in China. Um, they're indigenous to the Yunnan province. A lot of other minorities play this, but the Dai people are very well known for it. So... It has a, a gourd at the top and three reeds that come out, or three uh, valves that come out. You play it down the middle, and when you open up the other two valves, it creates a droning sound, and it's extremely hypnotizing. So, All, All right. right, and we are live. This is so exciting. We are live. Hooray. If you're tuning in, you're about to hear some tunes. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs>
was awesome. Awesome. Ah, thank you. Awesome, awesome. I love the sound of that. It's just yeah. so beautiful. And I can do a real quick one on this one. It doesn't have too much. Of this other instrument I have right here is called a Makuri, and it comes from the Ainu people. They are an indigenous group of people from Japan and Hokkaido, and it's a uh, split bamboo, and you blow straight through it and create a sound. It's uh, related to the jaw harp. So. Whoop, I'm doing it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right. Something's not right. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> 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 Music, man, like, whoa. Whoa, <laughs> did you feel the energy? <laughs> but no, it, it's very relaxing and it's really, really like grounding. Like, if you're in the middle of a stressful day and you're just kind of like, I need something, listen <laughs> to music. Yeah. That's the way to go. Unless it's so. death metal, then I don't think you're going to get too grounded. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very, very true. You'll get really hyped up, though. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do this. Yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I think it's time to pop out the plugs. And as tradition, Dan, you go. Uh, you go first. All right. Um, I have a website. Um, I'm going to be posting more of my music through there, and especially on my YouTube channel. Um, you can find me on www.digerimedia.com. So it's D-I-J-U-R-I media.com. I'm um, a link to my YouTube channel. I'm the only didgeridoo in YouTube land, so you can find me through there. Um, well, I have a concert happening on May 20th. It's a Saturday at Romeo Masonic Temple. It's $10 a ticket. Um, part of the proceeds goes to Romeo Starkweather. Uh, I'm going to be bringing out all my instruments and playing on there as well. You can find me on Bandcamp, Snapchat, Twitter, social media, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm also going to plug in real fast uh, my buddy Joe. He has a channel called Joe Black Attacks. He goes in there and talks about social issues, music, things like that. I've collaborated with him on some songs before too. So it's JoeBlackAttacks.com and he has Joe Black Attacks on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's that's probably the biggest one. Romeo Starkweather, music people. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so. Awesome. All right, Trico. Well, we've uh, circled back to you on the start. Oh. 
Uh, go on to historytees.net, use promo code SOH16, get yourself a sweet, sweet history tea. Uh, go on to audible.com, use our um, link on our website for it, and get yourself some audiobooks for your listening eyes. Um, and then head on over to Kickstarter uh, and do a backing for. Um, UFO the Otis file. <laughs> you always. <laughs> you oh my gosh, Trike. <laughs> Old man Trike cannot even remember the name of his own movie <laughs> yet Watch again. This movie. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, UFO the Otis files. Uh, we're having a premiere May 6th in Howell, Michigan. If you can't make it, there's also DVDs on there. Um, and I think all the props have already been sold to backers, but there's plenty of other cool stuff on there. Yeah, there's lots of um, tiers we can get. Comic books, yeah. If you like, we got a lot of comic people working in the, on mm-hmm. the film, so exactly. There you go. Comics, prints, um, uh, yeah, tons Sign of stuff photographs, signed photographs, whatever. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so check it on out. Uh, a lot of people from the area worked on it, and yeah, it should be the uh, you know, the huge blockbuster of the summer. So, yes, you're gonna want to, yes, it will be. <laughs> you're gonna want to check it out. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic yeah. about your man. We got to do something about Trike. He's yeah. just starting to. It's just all downhill for him right now. <laughs> I mean, you need to put like jumper cables on your nips, bro. Like you need nice. to. You need to up your game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so StephanieMenard.com. Check out my comics and books, and you can find our book, Shot of History, Wild yeah. Turkey. There, um, it'll take you. There's a link that'll take you to the uh, to Amazon, so you can pick that up um and my next convention is going to be uh fantastic on lansing and that's the last weekend of april so hopefully i'll get to see some of you guys there mm-hmm. awesome. oh yeah and the way station also on yeah. podcast yeah. detroit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh as always snake oil horror and snake oil comics the uh, snake oil empire uh, fuck Steve. Yes. And uh, I'm going to plug uh, Jimmy McKnight's show. Uh, yeah. Starship Ninja? Or Ninja, Ninja Starship. I always call it Starship Ninja for some reason. <laughs> so Ninja Starship. Uh, Jimmy's, Jimmy's an awesome dude. Uh, check his show out if you like Power Rangers and general nerdy stuff. Yes. Check his show out. Mm-hmm. It's also on Podcast Detroit. So <laughs> all the, all the good shows are here. Not all of them, but yeah. lots of the good shows yeah. are here. Do you guys do things with PangoCon too? They actually, yeah. uh, yes. I forgot uh, to mention, I'm going to be at PangoCon. I'm going to be a panelist on the 30th. So well, Dave and Bob stuff. are going to be there celebrating their birthday a, weekend. Sweet. So they're going to have huge parties both yes. nights. So if you they, need somewhere to, they got like the best room party award or something last, last year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, it was insane. So yeah. they stole people from the professional room party people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really upset that. That's the same weekend as Lansing because yeah. yeah. I really wanted to go this year. But last year they were in Lansing and I didn't go to Lansing this year. And Dave wrote a bull because he was super drunk. He oh. wrote a bull. <laughs> There's a video of it. It's hilarious. Awesome. I'm going to miss that. Yeah. I'm going to ride the bull drunk. Sweet. I'm going to represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, so until next time, I'm Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. I'm Dan. 